all I have to say is just get after it. Like whatever you want to achieve, whether it's starting a business, becoming a dentist, traveling the world, having that hard conversation with, with a loved one or a special person in your life, you should just plan it and execute it because you most likely don't have anything to lose or very, very little to lose and get out of your comfort zone. It'll, it'll feel weird at the beginning, but in the end, you'll, you'll get rewarded and it'll feel really good afterwards. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, leaders. Really excited about bringing uh, one of our uh, young business coaches. He was uh, the mini district manager, uh, coach of the year, uh, had an incredible business that he ran alongside of having uh, a number of really, really fantastic um, operators that he coached. And this is his fourth year in the business. We really sort of uh, walk through what his experiences was, how we, how we developed and uh, why why he chose to become a coach, what he sees his future is. And we just had a really, really amazing conversation. I uh, really, really recommend you listen. And right now we are in the middle of our recruiting season. So we're, we're, we're looking for amazing young leaders like Louie. So my request is share this podcast with someone. Uh, reach out to me at cthompson at studentworks.com if you know a young leader send them to our website at studentworks.com. Really, really, uh, we've got limited spots. We've, we, we're returning just an incredible number of people have all sorts of referrals, but we have a number of more weeks in our recruiting season before we wrap up. So uh, would love uh, any referrals that you might have. Thanks so much. Have a fantastic day. Louis, so excited to have you on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thanks a lot, Chris. I'm super happy to be here. You betcha. No, it's it's awesome, and it's 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 a, it's, it's called it's about time. You know, after uh, you know the amazing uh, the seasons that you've had with our business. So, but before we dig into that, let's start at the beginning. You know, who, who, explain what you were like before the program and any frustrations you might have had. Yeah, so growing up, I was a I was a pretty regular kid. Came from a good home, good parents, and uh, I, I would say I was, I was uh, more on the little bit of the shy side. Played some sports. I uh, became a lifeguard through my teens and ended that as my main uh, summer job. And uh, my last experience, I was a uh, I was lifeguard in a summer camp, and I actually had some a uh, little bit of leadership role in in that that role in the in a summer camp. But I felt like I could actually bring a little bit more value and maybe get compensated for those results in a different way. So I felt a little frustration there. But overall, it 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 was a it was a good student summer job for for what it was. Right, right. And it's kind of just it is what it is. There's only so much you can really kind of do, you know, in a in a typical summer camp job. Right. Great jobs. You exactly. know, I think they are, you know, a bunch of really good learning experience that you can get in that leadership role. And 
you also, some people do it where they don't get a lot out of it because, you know, you can kind of do it and fake it and do it and not really care. And the camp still runs just fine, largely, because there's a bunch of other leaders and the kids who got to come to the camp are largely pretty sensible and, you know, they'll, they'll cope, you know, <laughs> so, so it's, it's kind of how it works. So, uh, yeah. But, you know, um, obviously you've spent now that you're going into your fourth year in our program, you know, you've seen a lot of top performers. So when you think about it, what are, what are top performers doing differently? I think top performers are surrounding themselves with the best people, with great people, whether it's through enrollment, the further employees or people that are going to be management managers in the business, and then getting great coaching from either people directly in their in, in their industry or people in similar industries. Um, I also think there are people who stick to their word, um, our integrity, and people can count on them. Right. And uh, I think top performers just want it a little more than the rest. They're just yeah. out there to, to get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, no, I think, I think you're so right. Like, um, I was, uh, watching a, a documentary re recently about Alberto Salazar. He basically has created this, uh, this group of runners at Nike, uh, the Oregon project, they call it. And, and, uh, um, there's a great CBC documentary you can, you can watch and it talks about just how driven Alberto Salazar is. Now he got banned from racing. Uh, so co coaching. But and I don't know if they did the right thing or the wrong thing. Um, it's it's kind of unclear. But what what is clear is is just how into it he is, and just how committed he is, and just how committed somebody who's really really amazing, the best in the world, is. And so yeah, when you look at top performers in this organization, they are just so into it and so into getting better, so committed. And I think that's 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 one of the things is. Why did people do so well? Because they're just so into it. So, so let's go back to that first summer. I, I know, I know you had a had a strong summer. Tell us about tell us about what you experienced and, and how you how you found that. The first summer was a uh, was a great summer. I, I learned a lot. It was a big uh, learning opportunity. Um, also, it wasn't an easy summer. I have to say, it's not uh, for sure something that you you just do. Uh, with uh, with uh, with ease, but uh, I definitely learned a lot. Um, I had a big confidence boost um, through communication and just having the the confidence that I I can create a team and get some clients together and actually like create value for for people. Which um, when you're watching people swim in a pool before, it, it's just different, right? Yeah. Um, so that was that was one thing. Um, it also gave me a lot of curiosity to to meet new people and see what they're up to because I, I think our world is just filled with a bunch of interesting people up to a bunch of different different cool things and just um, having conversations with different people. And the last thing I would say is like it made me realize that I'm doing the things I do for me, and I mean this not in a sense of like having the ego or um the the results right. but as, in our youth we're we're really put in a situation where sometimes we we have people who are looking to do looking to make us do things for their interests and sometimes those those interests align sometimes they don't right. but it's just finding a benefit or a reason at the things that, that I'm doing in my life that are for me and that was something that I I got from the program just to that aligned with with my interests and, and my goals and i saw that 
through my first year. Yeah, that's actually interesting because in so many of your a normal person's roles and jobs, there's a lot that I just chose the role and then I don't know if I really want to do that. I don't know if I want to do that, where literally everything you do when you're running your own business, you chose it. You chose those clients. You chose that team. You know, you chose, you know, it's it's like you chose exactly. the 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 attributes of the business. And it's now I, I got to be responsible. And now, you know, it's, it's, sometimes, of course, we don't like our choices in customers or staff or whatever. But then we've got to, again, you know, manage that. Right. So for sure. Yeah. I like and that power. Yeah. yeah. And you learn. Yeah. So yeah. so as I recall, again, you were a top performer. You made our, our Mexico trip. At that point, we went to Mexico. And then you traveled. Is that right? Like uh, I did. You took a I you did. took a term off. Why did you choose to do that? And how'd that work out for you? I actually took a, a term off between uh, CJF and university before university. Okay. So I had uh, I had a semester off, and I really enjoyed that that experience. Going to see other cultures, getting out of my comfort zone, traveling alone, meeting people, seeing how other people in the world live, and then uh, I I put a lot of work in with my first year of university and in my business. And I realized, Hey, I'm not in any rush right. to, to go finish this, this school. Um, so why not take a semester off me and my good friend, we left for, mm-hmm. for three months and it was perfect timing because we came back uh, in December, 2019. So like two months before COVID and it was, uh, it was, it was an, an easy trip. I would say I went to Nepal and India. So pretty, pretty shocking countries, but, uh, just learned so much and grateful to be Canadian and also just dove right into some really rich cultures and went tri- trekking for 15 days and Himalayan mountains and just did wow. a bunch of cool stuff <laughs> that I think that people that are young, there's no rush to go in to get that like crusher career right away. Like we, we have time to, to enjoy our lives. And I was kind of like, I want kids. I want a family. I want, I want a house. And it's just going to be different than going to India with kids is not the same thing when you're 20 as when you're 20 years old. So um, I just uh, I just decided to to do that. And I, I do not regret it at all. Yeah, no, I think I think it's it's actually a, a great way to do it as well uh, around terms in school before you get started, because one of the things is when you get started in your career, it's way harder to go to three months. I guess you could do it by, you know stopping a job creating a space before the next job that's tougher though a lot of times tougher tougher to manage that because if someone's recruited somebody they want them now you know what that's like right you got so i i got this need oh there's this person (laughs) oh i'm gonna go away for three months it's you know it just it just i think that opportunity largely would be gone so then someone's coming back after a three-month trip and then looking for an opportunity who knows and it's not saying it can't work it seems much easier to work work it the way you did it. I took a two month trip as well, you know, just just uh, just after university as well before I got started. Um, so so I you know I hear you just kind of fit it in, planned it. So and and so how how did you how did you cope with COVID? How did you see see the experience of COVID on your business? Um, well, it definitely was a, and it definitely impacted the business. And at the same time, I was really really hungry. When COVID hit, just I, I had taken that time off. I wasn't at school. I reflected a lot on what had gone well, what had gone not so well in my business my first year. And I really wanted to to run a success, successful business. And really, my mindset was nothing and 
anything was going to stop me from doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was actually one of the first uh, operators in the business to keep selling when everything shut down through just changing sales processes, asking clients really what they were comfortable with and mm-hmm. doing Zoom estimates and going to see walk rounds when clients were there. But I would talk to them through the through the screen door at like 10 meters di- distance because everything was just all over the place. And yeah. in the end, I, I had a, I had a, I had a great year. Like I, I, I'm really happy with, with how my business went. I had some great people working for me, really happy clients. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was a tough period there for, for a second, but I know so many people in my circle that just COVID was for them. They, they, yeah. they came out of COVID better than when they came into it. So it was just a, I think it was a period of adaptation at the start. Yeah. Um, but in the end, nothing is impossible and you, you get through it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. No, that was great. I remember, I remember that, you know, uh, you were really, really one of the early adapters. And like you said, it's like, Hey, how can we do this? What, what can we do? What can we do differently? You know uh, you know, I know we went to zoom really, really quickly. And again, I think, you know, you and your coach, Pat, Pat Lalonde, our VP and, and others were really, you know, early into this. Okay. Hey, this is what can work. You know, when the, the, the fear was highest, these are these are things that we could we could do, and then obviously, very naturally, over time, came very very apparent that our type of work is very safe for the community and not going to pass pass on the uh, you know the COVID to other people. So um, so so you had you had two strong strong summers, and 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 obviously uh, there was an opportunity here. You know what made you feel like you wanted to become a, a business coach with us? Well, when. When my my coach Patrick uh, approached me and and asked me if I wanted to become a, a business coach, I, I really wasn't sure because I had I had really big plans. I had plans to just run a crazy big business my third year, right. and I already had like I was I was putting that into to, to to life. And then he was like, "Move to Montreal. Go go move out of your parents' house. Uh, right. Go go." live live this uh, this opportunity and uh, after a lot of conversations with other coaches and uh, I decided to do it and in the end what made me do it I just said I've learned so much in my past two in the past two years why can't I transfer these skills to other people and what how how will that impact those people and I also knew that I would learn a lot um, in the coaching sphere and just learn a lot about myself and about others and communication um, mm. so in the end that's principally the, the reasons why I, I decided to take on the opportunity. Okay. And so what did you see, uh, you know, uh, what did you discover in your first year of coaching with the program? I realized that, like I said, at the beginning, top performers have to surround themselves with great people. And I realized that people are such an asset in any business and coaching the, these guys made like made me really realize that if if you're to build a business, you need to have great people underneath you um, or around you who are going to either bounce ideas off you or, or even create and innovate in their own ways. I also learned a lot about myself around communication, around when when you're having a conversation with someone in a in a more professional or business sense, you have to keep in mind that certain sense what what that person is going through in their personal life because sometimes. Everyone's not always doing super well and you still need to deliver results. And it's just like, Hey, like, are you, are you okay? How are you feeling? 
mm-hmm. like we can talk about business in five minutes. Do you want to chat about what you what's going what's going on and not just being a, a money making machine in the end right. and actually that little em- empathy side of things. Okay. And so what was, the, what was most surprising? What, what didn't you think, you know, being a, you know, top performing operator, you know, thinking about, you know, being a, a leader in a business, because it's different as you know, leading hourly waged employees and leading entrepreneurs. Like, so what, what was different? What did you see differently as a, as a result of doing that? It was definitely harder than what I expected. That's that's for sure. Because um, yeah. as you said, managing managing uh, hourly paid employees, you, you kind of tell them what to do, this that, and the, yeah. they'll they'll do it and they'll put it into place. Or if maybe someone's a, a little bit more of a manager, then he'll kind of like bounce his ideas off you, and you'll have a conversation. But you're still the one taking the decision in the end, rather than in a coaching in a coaching sphere. Um, I realized that people are are a lot more likely to implement their own ideas than ideas of others and completely switches the conversation around instead of giving ideas and telling people what to do. It's more, what would you do? And enrolling the person into their own ideas and their own realizations around what they have to do. And then they're way, way more likely to get into action with their own ideas. 100%, 100%. Well, I, I know uh, uh, you've got just an incredible group of, uh, you know, leaders and uh, in, in Quebec who, who you're working with. You know, tell me about that culture. Tell me about what you're what you're developing with with uh, the, the the senior coaches there. Yeah, so uh, definitely Hugo, Lucas, Olivier, uh, Michel, just great guys that we've been basically building this 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 culture for. We've known each other now for for three years, and it. This year, we've really been able to have that kind of work accountability group that just we just generate more results. We're just more accountable towards each other. We help each other. We work less and and work. Well, we don't work less because of the group, but we're right. we're more efficient in our work. We're we're not repeating meetings that we don't need to do, and that we actually created another another weekly meeting. So now we have four meetings a week. I don't know if I, I told you that, but uh, on the Thursday we have a meeting at eight a.m. too. So definitely that group has been uh, has been like standing me up to to get these results and it's just fun. To, mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't feel like work because yeah. we'll we'll just all head over to each other's house on a Wednesday and just put in four, four or five hours of work and yeah. it just doesn't feel like you're working. So it, yeah. it it's really it's really fun. Yeah, no teams teams make all the difference, right? You know where you're working with really really amazing people. So no, I was not aware of the Thursday meeting, and that's awesome that you you know again you're creating it, right? It's like oh let's go do this, and and we uh, as a our culture right now we're running three senior team meetings Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and again it's about uh, having everyone sort of get present to really what we're up to. Right. And what are we up to? We're up to finding all sorts of amazing people to come join our program, to have their lives change and to see themselves differently as a leader and have an amazing experience. And so, you know, you do more for others than you do for yourself. So sometimes it's 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 hard to get motivated for yourself, especially with the success our operators have had already. They're making money. They've got savings, you know, so it's like what's going to get them to, you know, 
wake up early and work, stay later and work. And it's when we're thinking about the people or also as well, when maybe we've got a team goal and we're all trying to accomplish something right. And, or, you know, Louis fills his team and he can help somebody else. So those are, those are a bunch of the things that it really, really makes a difference. So how do you think the program is preparing you for your future career? It's definitely preparing me very well. To be totally transparent, I'm not exactly sure what I'm, where I'm going to be in five years. But uh, as I mentioned, the programs definitely give me the confidence to discover other opportunities and, and show up to people and be like, hey, like, I know that I could be value for your business or I could resemble, like create a, a group of people and, and start a business or have a partner. Um, so definitely through this with the, the key skills, so leadership, communication, getting into a little bit more public speaking now with, with the coaching and been doing Toastmasters this year. So it's just, I feel like the, the students are my friends that I met three years ago at my first year of university. I feel like they're amazing people and I, I still connect with them. And, and I just feel like they're not where a lot of them are not where they would like to be. I think just because they, they're, and they're doing great things. It's just these these jobs are not preparing them to the full of their potential. I just see a lot more potential in these guys and what they're actually doing day to day in their work. So I feel like my I'm excited for my career. I'm excited for for what I'm going to do and who I'm going to meet and and what it's going to give. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Awesome, awesome. So so anything you'd like to share with the young leaders on the podcast? Yeah, I actually uh, wanted to share a, a little a piece here. So for, for anyone that's listening, all I have to say is just get after it. Like whatever you want to achieve, whether it's starting a business, becoming a dentist, traveling the world, having that hard conversation with, with a loved one or a special person in your life, you should just plan it and execute it because you most likely don't have anything to lose or very, very little to lose and get out of your comfort zone. It'll, it'll feel weird at the beginning, but in the end you'll, you'll get rewarded and it'll feel really good afterwards. Yeah, no, for sure. Cause you were quite introverted when you came into our program, right? I was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now all of a sudden it's like, wow, just a totally different way of being right. You know, and again, I think, I think, you know, our entire program sways to action. You know, just about, you know, what's the next action we can take? What can we do that can make a difference? Like you said, there's a there's a conversation that needs to be had. As soon as you identify it, let's plan on having it, right? <laughs> you know, uh, Louie mentioned, by the way, uh, that I, I had not had him on the podcast. And it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> Louie's been here three years. He was the uh, the 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 uh, mini district manager coach of the year. And I, I neglected. I had not done my checks and checks all the boxes. But uh, Louis, Louis reached out and, uh, and, and, you know, that day we resolved it. Come on, let's go on. So it's like, you know, there's an action to be done. You just go do it. And, and, and that's just such a, a great best practice. And I think it's what, what really successful people do in our community is, is identify things and then, okay, let's, let's put it in place. Let's, let's get it done. Let's exactly. not, oh, we'll do it later. You know, that whole, you know, procrastination thing. And, and and again, I think one of the real keys is, well, why way more unlikely to procrastinate? Well, because we're choosing it in the first place, right? Like, I'm, I'm not going to write anything down on my list to do that I don't want to do. 
So why would I procrastinate, <laughs> right? I want to do a podcast with Louie. Let's do the podcast, right? Or, you know, or I don't, right? It's, it's really great. Exactly. You know, when, when you're, uh, again, a, a leader in a business and then you get to, you get to get choose and, and then act. hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. So one thing that, uh, sorry? one thing that, uh, made me think of, of this and then, uh, a lesson that I got from student works is when you want something, just ask for it. And this is in any, in any, in any sphere of your life. So this was a, a good learning experience for me around that. Cause I was talking with the, the guys from Montreal and they're just like, just ask. And, exactly. <laughs> and I, it took me a week. It took me some time. And then it was like, yeah, wh- why am I, why am I feeling weird? Just, just ask. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm here. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. So final question, when you think of a leader of tomorrow, what do you think of? I thought about this a lot and I, I got a lot of answers in my head. And then I actually thought of, of, of one thing that I just think great leaders are highly resourceful people and they will achieve what they want to achieve through the challenges um, that come up in their life, in their business, in their relationships and work through it in order to with their their resourcefulness skills with their communication skills in order to to keep on path and and keep on the journey and and get to where they want to be yeah I, I i like that you know if if you know if you really think about successful people it's like you know you put a goal out there um and then you just stay on path and you build habits you build you know, mindsets and skill sets, and then you just stay on path and then, Oh, I'm finding that that's not working so well. Let's adjust, let's adjust. And, Mm -hmm. and that over the course of a lifetime, it's, it's, I think when people have that type of attitude, they're going to get there, you know, it's just, and, 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 you know, they're, they're just going to get there Uh, just with that, like you said, that resourcefulness, that ongoing willingness, you know, making progress, making progress. And, uh, yeah, I, I I love that. It's it's uh, you know, and 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 again, it's it's that action orientation that's 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 going to make all the difference. Exactly. One one thing that I would also add is the the adaptability, definitely for for the leaders in the next uh, thirty years. Um, yeah. I think I think I don't believe change is is something that is new. I think mm-hmm. uh, older generations went through as much. Or similar change to what we're going to go through, um, and I, I just think that change is adaptation to the change is really important because with new cultures now, with global warming, if that's going to affect us, um, all these things that um, will affect trade and and a bunch of different things across the world. So I think being being able to to switch and uh, adapt quickly to these new environments, new challenges will help the the leader of tomorrow. Yeah, no, and, and by the way, I think it is fair to say that change is is increasing. You know, so the change that I saw at twenty is now increasing more at thirty, at forty, at fifty, at sixty, at seventy. Like it's just, it's yeah. just put. It, it's the digitalization, the the technology, and and it's and it, and so I think that will be a big, big change for sure. You know, that's going to be an ongoing focus of adaptability, resourcefulness, more and more of a of a of a play as 
as we move on. So, uh, and I do think as well that there's never been a better time to be alive. So, so it's, 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 yes, there's all sorts of fantastic challenges ahead of us, global warming being one of them. And there, there are many, and we've never been a better time to be alive. So. Exactly. But, uh, but Louis, thank you so much. Um, you know, really excited about what you're 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 up to, and 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 the entire team. Uh, but but always a shout out to the Quebecers. You know, crushing it and uh, and building building the culture. So uh, so so let's keep crushing it. And uh, thanks so much for joining me on the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thanks a lot, Chris. We'll talk soon. You betcha. Cheers. Bye bye. Hey, leaders. I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down their path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.